here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Starting to like this music. This is the opening theme song to the Fakeologist show right now. It's no copyright sounds, which means all the big boys cannot attack it and strike down my video or mute my video. And I'm starting to dig it. I'm going to have to do the same for the extra, though, because every time I play the Mama Gama from the Alan Parsons Project, I get a notice. But hey, everybody, it's Fakeologist Show. It is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, starting the show at 8 p.m. Tonight, we have another Make a Date about communitarianism. Brian and Jenna are on the Skype tonight, and they contacted Steve from Space Busters, who I didn't... He's a great video producer, and we've had him on the show before. And I think Jenna's idea, or is it Brian's idea, or is it both their ideas? They want to get Steve on board, this communitarian expose, and get him doing videos and whatnot. And, and Jenna's, I, I think Jenna's the brains behind this operation because she's the one that writes the emails. And she is the one here giggling in the background. And, and, uh, Jenna, hello. Hello. And say Thanks for that. I do, I do want to comment that um, when we heard you originally interviewing Steve, yeah. you were just like, it, you guys have a really nice thing when you have a conversation. It go it flows very nicely, and it just seemed like, well, we can join in and have as much fun as they are. They're having fun, and yeah. I do like your music. It's it, not- it has a nice. It's kind of it's kind of like theatrical buildup. It it does um, increase the attention span. Well, I, honestly, I didn't look too hard. It's just under this huge YouTube channel called No Copyright Sounds. It's got thirty three. Oh, there's the number thirty three again. Thirty three point two million subscribers, and I just picked it. And there's probably a million zillion others on here that I could have picked. And I think I'm gonna have to stick to that because I get tired of all these notices from Facebook and YouTube saying. Ah, we can't play your show because you used a song from 40 years ago. Okay, that's fine. I'll find a no copyright song. And uh, welcome, Brian. Brian's back. Can I call you Biomass, Brian? Or would that be too forward? Uh, biochar. Biochar. Okay. Char, char, char. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who is the brains behind the operation between you and Jenna? Then be honest. Is it Jenna okay, or Brian? Well, I will gladly answer that. I get accused of pointing my finger a lot and bar- barking orders and uh, ordering people about. My objective is to get people to think in a way where I don't have to take on that responsibility at all. So, and well, there's a clear division of labor. And the things that he knows and he doesn't want to hold my hand through different processes. And most of it has to do with outdoor landscape work, tree work. We run in the sawmill. 
fixing equipment, changing a tube on a tractor. I mean, there's, the list goes on and on and on. So there's a clear division of that labor. But as far as um, indoors and on the Internet, he, there are some things that Brian just gravitates to and information that he finds that I don't have the patience for. But he'll what he'll do is he'll take it, share it with me, and I could either run with it, dismiss it, or share it. Because um, there is a lot of information out there, and Brian is a very efficient human being when it comes to that. And since I have 10 years on her, and if I was to get carted off to prison, she has improved immensely her usefulness as a mechanic <laughs> i mean i might occasionally when upside down and backwards have to say righty tighty on a bolt thread but not every time and i can order up tools from on top of the tool bench why i'm crawled underneath a big truck yeah it, she's very very much improving. Oh, good. She could make she could make anybody a real good partner. In addition to cooking and cleaning and a few other master talents. Right. And you guys, uh, you guys right. are just shacking you up. Do. You're not married. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. And um, <clears throat> the fun things we do together, like uh, the YouTube channel, a squirrel. Just the things that we do. It's kind of just fun. And um, the idea is to share possibilities, ideas, and maybe perhaps even inspire people to pursue a rural revival, living ruly and making it like a thing because there is a lot of land. And just recently I was just listening to someone saying, you know, the federal government east of Mississippi, they own 50% of the land. And that's because nobody wanted to deal with it. So that's why they own it. Well, she meant west of them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, west. And, you know, there is some ideas about that. It's like if there were, you know, globalization changed things. You know, I'm trying to work out the big problem in my mind. <laughs> globalization removed a lot of cottage industry and the emphasis on utilizing natural resources and making, you know, making a way out of it, making a life. So um, people got lazy or, you know, they didn't need to survive on doing their cottage industry skills using land resources and then the economy. So then people couldn't afford uh, to buy property. And now we have like options of 15 minute cities, smart cities and the CBDC digital future. So I thought, well, I do like to keep it simple. So that is how we wound up in our situation. And we've been making videos on it. And I really think it could be a, um, a lifestyle that would suit someone and make them happy. Okay. Creature, creature comforts is could be a big draw. So especially an 18-year-old kid looking to make babies with the cutest girl in town. I think, you know, a greenhouse, a sauna, 
uh, bathhouse, the, you know, garden, all, all those kind of things, those, those would be of extreme value if I was thinking about making babies. Yeah, but nobody's thinking about that anymore. Making babies. That's what I, that's what I understand. They've, they've, they'd rather make it with a video game in the meta, in the meta world. I think you're pretty right. old. You're pretty old school there, Brian. And I'm younger than you. And that's the way I, that I'm out of touch. I know I'm out of touch with the young people, even though I have a couple around me all the time and just trying to figure out what's going on in their mind. But, um, I have been binging just so everyone knows on Cindy Niles. I'm still listening. There's a couple issues I have just with her audio and her delivery, but overall I love her message. And, uh, I think that was Lark that told me about her or maybe you did. Well, we lined her up for several interviews when she was just started a year and a half or two ago. And, and then she, kind of said she didn't want to do it anymore. Really? And of course, well, she doesn't really know communitarianism inside and out. She suggested we get Nikki Rapana on instead, which we did do. Yeah, I I wouldn't rule out a Cindy willing to come on your show. Well, we I'm 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 Yeah, I'm relying on you guys to line that up. You guys are or you or Jenna or both is the... Well, mm-hmm. I, I did send a link uh, to the last uh, mm-hmm. broadcast that you put out where you were um, promoting. Some, you were clipping in some of her videos. Okay. So it was just a couple of days ago. I sent it to her private message on Facebook and she said, oh, that was so kind. <laughs> so I I sent her two of two fakeologist interviews. And sometimes she listens and responds, sometimes not. We'll see. I'll tell you what would really grease the skids on that project is if you did uh, some further research into this communitarian subject, because this happened with Nikki Rapana, these so-called radio host gurus have her on or a podcast, but they have no idea about the subject there was a mind renewed guy i think he's in the uk see he read nikki's book before he had nikki on and it was probably one of nikki's best interviews for that reason mm-hmm. so yeah just uh that's just my recommendation if you could carry your side of the conversation in regards to this c word that might be more of an enticement because Cindy is the first to admit she's not the expert on it, although quite interested and and very active. She mentions it often in the right way. But see, doing a live interview, it's not like her typing something out. She can reread it before she posts it, make sure that it's worded to her liking. But people go live and they uh, embarrass themselves sometimes that might be one of her hesitations but right. not going to speak for her. but if we're designing the perfect explanation for communitarianism we uh we're just thinking well if there was a complete documentary and there were excerpts 
of what Cindy has said or Julianne has said or Lark has said that we're on point there there's um you know then it then it could be a very interesting documentary when there's many faces many voices involved for for instance uh Cindy does do live uh audio visuals uh from her home and one of them she said I don't want to hear community this, community that. I want to have every other word be people talking about this communitarian nightmare instead of the solution is community. You know, the way she stated it was very powerful. I think it was uh, the video title and rumble was something like neuro-linguistic programming, perhaps. I think so. I could look. Well, I think uh, I know a bit about communitarianism now, so I think I can hold myself, hold my own in a conversation. So I, and then when I have a guest, I tend to let them do the talking, but I think I know what's going on because I'm, I've got the whole picture. I'm trying to assemble the whole picture on my website. And that includes communitarianism and Agenda 21 and media fakery, fakeology. Sure. Hegelian dialectic. You can look at my fakotube because I know people prefer videos than they do to text. And I'm tying everything together with the S17 SDGs. I'm looking into the DEI. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. I'm looking into the the doomsayers that say there are too many people in the world. Uh, I really tie everything together in a way where it, it starts to merge. I bring in people like Chris Skye, although he's never been on the show. He's kind of busy, and he, he has enough material that I can just grab and put on, where he explains in his boisterous way. And... He'd be a great guy to get into communitarianism because he's got the brain. He can handle this kind of information. And anytime you give him some bone to chew on, he just goes to town. So I, I, I suggest you try and get a hold of Chris Guy. His phone number is public, and, but he doesn't. He's super big. He must get a thousand calls a day. So I really tie it all together in a way that no other website or place is doing right now, I think. I think you do a very good job at your what you're doing, and you're pleasant to listen to, which is well, not thank the you, case Brian. with a lot of people. So, yeah, I encourage you to keep at what you're doing and get as much uh, exposure as possible. I don't suppose uh, you'd consider going on uh, Jesse Hall's The Missing Link. I would talk, to, I'll talk to anyone because I do believe cross promotion is the best way to get new listeners. I don't think people find my show. I don't think people find any show. And I listen to the Podfather who has a million listeners. I'm not talking about Joe Rogan. I'll, I don't, I'm not really partial to Joe Rogan. I listen to John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry on No Agenda. And yeah. he's actually done a lot to increase the, decentralization of podcasting and get it away from the big boys. I think uh, he's not full. He's not a full fakeologist, but 
he gets so much good information. I do help sponsor his show as well. And when he does cross, and he's the one that says, nobody finds the No Agenda show by just doing a search. Because number one, the show doesn't, show title doesn't lend itself to figuring out what he's talking about. But he goes, Adam goes on Joe Rogan, and he goes on other big shows. And in doing so, he grabs pieces of their audience to come to his show. So cross promotion right. is extremely valuable. It's the, almost the only way to get to increase your your audience. It's true. I that's how we first listened to Jesse um, being interviewed by another pod- podcaster on a different platform, and it's like that's how it works. Yeah. Well, we'll hook yeah. that up. We'll try and hook that up for you. Well, I'll just uh, tell the story proper. Like, okay, we typed into the chat room jesse was the guest about the anti-communitarian efforts and jesse had never heard the word so he had us on are you familiar with jesse i've watched some of his shows i know he's a canadian he's okay i don't mind him he's not he's not really a fakeologist but he's okay yeah he uh likes the wide spectrum by the way he had Shannon rolling on for two hours today. Okay, I, yeah, that's interesting. And we were we were fairly instrumental in making that happen. Yeah, you guys are really good when it comes to that. You're your your PR agents. It seems is that a helicopter Black Hawk down there, flying over you right now? There's a chopper overhead. Keep low. <laughs> wow, we're we're in we're in the flyway for. Uh, Fort Lewis McCord. Okay. Every big air base and military. Uh, just north of us. They fl- fly right over us quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. While we were speaking, I just posted um, Cindy Niles' video that I listened to today. She, most of her videos are about an hour, 45 minutes. And I listened yeah. to her video where she learned about Nikki Rapana dying. And that was pretty good. I don't post all her stuff. I just post the ones that have the most good content that I prefer. So there you go. Sure. That is up there now. And one of the great things about FacoTube is that I'm going to show everybody now because FacoTube is user supported. It's value for value because it costs a couple hundred a month. I really rely on donations and the donors are the ones that put it up. My latest donation was from Chester. Brown, an author, and he made a donation of two books plus a hundred big ones. And thank you, Chester. So he helps keep FacoTube going. But here is the Can video. I? Oh, yeah, just one more sec before I lose my train of thought. Here's the video I put of Cindy Rapana or Cindy of Cindy Niles. And if you look here, this is the valuable part of FacoTube that I want people to remember and to note. I have under here the source. And it shows the source of the video. So if you click on this link, it will take you to her Facebook page right here. And that really helps people find the content that I highlight very easily. I don't just, I don't take the content. I link to it. And by cross-linking, I probably get just as many views as some of these artists do on their own page on FacoTube because FacoTube has become quite popular. Go ahead, Brian. 
Can I add to that that uh, there's a lot of people that will not till the day they die uh, listen to face plant fake uh face plant is facebook uh i just wanted uh, to mention that cindy has a friend who puts a lot of her videos on something called niles talks so for those people yeah I, i've seen don't that want to, okay it's Can on I rumble to- it's on rumble yeah. and um yes i've seen it doesn't have all her stuff but there's a few things on there so it's good it's good uh, get the friend to put it on Odyssey. I think Odyssey is better. If you can, I know you, you seem to know everybody. So get him to put it on Odyssey. And actually, okay, good. She's got the, um, 1984 talks. I actually really enjoy them. They're really good, actually. And, um, I'm going to start downloading these as well as we're talking. So 1984. Here we go. I'm going to download it for my own use as well. It's very good if anyone wants to hear somebody read 1984 and inject all of the relevant connections to today. I highly recommend this because I, I think it's good. So why, how do you think they knew it would be as specifically relevant today then? How'd they know? Because this is at least a hundred year plan and they're Fabians. They have lifetimes to develop these things and it's their business so they just pass it down through the generations but they they knew because this is their plan it doesn't die after a generation they just keep keep it on going how's that for an answer huh I like your response can we return to the no agenda show yes Somebody's told us, "Hey, uh, no, no agenda." Just had somebody. I can't remember exactly how those two set the platform up, that, but they basically have producers to donate, provide stuff, but they also donate money. Yeah. One of the producers gave those two guys a thousand dollars to talk about communitarianism. Well, that's not really, that's not really how the show works. I can tell you explicitly. I've been listening to the show. I've listened to the last thousand shows. Okay. They do two shows a week. Let me think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I started listening around show 400. They're at show 1500 already in that, in that ballpark. So that means I've listened to about a thousand, 1100 shows. That's two a week. So that is about a hundred. A year, I guess I've been, have I, I've been listening for 10 years. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's really crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is they, Adam promotes the value for value model where you can give your time, your talent, or your treasure. So you can give your time by making artwork for them, contributing to the show, your talent, artwork as well, send in jingles and mashups and audio, send them tips, or just give them money. And those guys are clearing Oh man, they must be clearing a quarter million between each every year. If they're telling the truth, because they do read their donations on the air, the big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it is not pay for play. They will read your letter, but they're not going to just 
necessarily do what you want them to do. They pick their own topics, but um, they might plug your website. I don't really, I've never really got any traffic from them that I could detect by making a donation, but that's not why I make the donation because I think it's valuable and I absolutely agree with their way of doing things. I think it's really smart. So that's why I do that. And now, um, I, I remember listening to it and he did say, you know, this is too long. So what? You know what? I'll write this up again and I'll submit it to Substack. I believe, uh, John Dvorak said that. Yeah. Cause it was kind of long, that, that comment and explaining communitarianism. What show was that? Cause I listen to everything. I, I'm, I must have missed that. Okay. Well. I would say uh, somewhere in our emails, since we sent it out to about five or ten people, because of, you know, the popularity of No Agenda, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, grism.blogspot. It's out of Canada. Mammy shit. Uh, That's out of Canada? I thought that was Bryzer that did that. No. He's one of the administration, but Zapopper is one of the administrators yeah. also. I know Mammy so, shit. I know Mammy shit. I used to follow it. It was always bash the Jews, everything, but I did I did follow it. Okay, sure. well, I only brought it up because no agenda is on there every couple yes, weeks. I've so. seen that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they put the no agenda link, they put Jim Fetzer. Yes, I, I know what you're talking about. I would I would guess it was maybe 2020 2019 but I am going to see how fa- how far back our emails go cuz it was a while ago. And Nikki Nikki's response when I let her know and gave her the link she's like gosh I wish someone would pay me $1000 to talk about communitarianism. <laughs> but um well they don't yeah. just talk about it. they talk the reason they're successful is they're not fakeologists. They read they, they play clips from the news and bash it or deconstruct it. And because, you see, you have to have a starting point with people. And that's where my show is a little fringier because I talk about stuff that's way out on the fringe of the fringe. So people may not identify with it as much. Now, I think they do more because of the coronavirus uh, psyop of the last three years. And yes, we're still on YouTube, by the way. So I can say that, I guess. Because I'm not giving medical advice. But they are talking about mainstream stuff. So they don't go to the fringe or stay there very often because they want to stay where the people are and they want to make money. Yeah. And it's a good and strategy. Well, d- dissecting mass media. I think. Yeah. They, they yeah. talk a lot I of politics and politics. yeah, it's, yeah, it's. Everyone understands it because people that pay attention to the news know what they're talking about. So they talk about the latest story of the day and they don't really talk about it as a fake event like I would. Like the, like we all, we know way more on the fakeologist group than they do or they won't, they, they joke about man landing on the moon. They're never clear whether they think it's fake or not. And they don't, they do that deliberately because they don't want to offend their audience, I guess. But it's ridiculous that anyone that deconstructs the media after all these years wouldn't understand that. So they're doing it on purpose, I'm guessing, just to keep their audience, which is a business decision. So, uh, yeah, we will send you where 
they chose not to take up this subject and we were getting our suspicions about them across to Robert Phoenix. Uh, he lives in Texas. Uh, he's an astrologer. Probably does five podcasts a week. Wow. Jenna's, Jenna's the one into astrology, not me. Jenna, you know, types in biochar. 30 times into his chat room and he finally had Jenna on uh, Robert Phoenix has a gathering they have a little barbecue and the like and I said well you know one of the guys at No Agenda lives down in the same town in Texas you live maybe we should invite him to your barbecue and Robert said I'm quite convinced he is an operative and I, I wouldn't want him on my barbecue. So yes, he wouldn't go, he wouldn't go anyway. They don't tend to. Right. They, they promote their own gatherings. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that that's a nice add on to what they accomplish. People get to meet each other in person. I think it's great. I think it's I think it's yeah. really good. So do you listen to No Agenda every week, twice a week, yourself? I did I did for a while and um see I enjoyed it more than Brian. So so sometimes when he's asleep, I will listen to it. But um yeah, I'm not as regular. I was for a while, maybe 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. So Dvorak has a home in Port Angeles, Washington along with San Francisco. Yes, I, yes, his wife lives up. Okay, he never said the exact town, but yeah, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Is that really close to you? No. Oh, it's not. Puget Puget Sound's about 120 miles long, and it's on one end, and we're on the other. Well, 120 miles is close enough. We're talking about the big, wide United States, so okay, that's pretty close. (laughs) Oh, come on, Brian. It might, it might be more uh, than that on asphalt, but, you know, Jenna's a big boater. She might just want to take the Boston Whaler skiff and zip on up there. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, um, John goes there very often, if at all, because he doesn't eat, like on the last, on the last show, he, Said it was Victoria Island and he couldn't pronounce Nanaimo. So he gets that wrong every time. So he's not, he could, he doesn't, he's not that familiar with the area, I guess. Sure. Victoria being in a different country. Well, look how close it is though. Port Angeles is exactly right across from Victoria, British Columbia. That is correct. It's not far. So you should know it's not Victoria Island. It's Vancouver Island. Can't be that. Dense. I do know that. No, no, he should. He should know that. No, I'm saying. Right. I'm right. saying he screws it up every time. But yeah, Pug- Puget Sound is huge. Actually, I've never hung around there. But yeah, you've got Olympic National Park. Yeah, it's huge. It's a beautiful area of the world for sure. Yes. So I think on Monday. By the way, I think I think Stephen is show- standing us up tonight again. Huh. Well, we had an email sent to him midday asking, you know, 
can you look at our redo of uh, the Green Virgin Part One, Nikki Rapana's documentary? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, it uh, we thought was a decent enough fifty-minute uh, give, giving a thumbnail sketch on this word. Wait, where did you put that I, video? Did I watch uh, that? Well, I, I think I sent it to you and you've posted it because that was the day. Oh, of the yeah, release. that's I, right. I, that's yeah. right. What's it called? The Green Virgin? Part one, Redux. Okay. And that that was a PTL media accomplishment to balance out some of the sound levels and then a dedication pictures to Nikki at the end. And he also added in some subtitles where you couldn't really tell what Etzioni was saying. So he, he, he made it better, more presentable. And that was by Cindy Niles request. So, um, yeah, that's it. I'm kind of thinking that Cindy's thinking to herself, well, if somebody like my aunt or mom or somebody that is wondering what I'm interested in and I wanted to explain communitarianism and why I'm concerned about it, uh, this Nikki Rapana and her daughter Nordica made this, but the quality was uh, compromised enough that it you know, we are becoming snobs when it comes to this technology. If you don't have the sound mixed properly, people just, they won't even listen to it for 10 minutes, let alone 50. So uh, PTL redid the problem at Cindy's request so that Cindy could present this 50 minutes. You know, uh, if this isn't concerning to you, I don't know what, you know, sports team is taking up all of your time because this appears to me as being a numero uno concern of what like Lark says anything and everything all goes back to this word and as far as space busters yeah we would love to uh, use utilize his brain and his ability to uh, make YouTubes, you know, I heard your 2022 part one interview with Space Busters where Steve is describing, you know, I do it old school. I In my bedroom, it takes me a week. I have a Mac computer and, yeah, I just put this stuff together in order to make it clear for the layman and novice uh a a clear explanation and clearly steve has some medical uh insight well in his background he was employed i think he said oh that's right so yeah he can cover this extremely difficult subject of vaccines and this covid nonsense i would love to use his skills but first step is to get him to see the importance of this C word. (laughs) And, you know, I think that it can be done really well with choice words. And I think we've, we've made many attempts, but as far as having a, a a longer version in 
concise words that doesn't waste anyone's time but can grab the whole picture, you know, maybe that could be a, that's one of his skills that he'd be interested in using. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I see what I can do here. Maybe. Well, if he was on the call, we could talk to him directly, but he didn't show up tonight. Bad, bad, bad. Well, right. <laughs> I know. I emailed him and I said, we're here. <laughs> Let's just utilize this time to say, yeah, what would we be talking with Steve about is my current thinking is I'd like to get three or four people that have some experience at this kind of thing and are easy to get along with. Don't go right out and be antagonizing each other. We want three or four people to create a, you know, board of directors and create a plan to implement. I mean, this is how the corporations do it. They get six or eight people and we're going to put people on a year long project. So get get together meeting come up with phase one two three proposals line it up and make it happen i think you tim have enough smarts and easy going enough and you're concerned about the crap hole that the world's turning into and we could add space busters we create a little small panel that says we're going to do it this way, not that way, and proceed. We can put together a documentary. All parties agreed. Yeah, I can put my name on this. And we ran the idea by uh, PTL as well, and he wasn't uh, adverse to the idea of being on that group. We'll take a, a variety of information from the experts in this subject and put together a documentary like dot 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 did you guys yeah that's a good idea i'm I'm all for it okay and i've got 783 views here on faco tube which is pretty cool the original on youtube has only got 136 and i guess the original of that has uh you i think you said 8,000 or something but, um, yeah, 8,000 views on the original. Here's the, let me bring up the original version. You can't see this because you're on Skype right now. I opened a window in Faco Tube. So oh, I'm okay. there. We're there. We see you. Oh, okay. Good, good, good for you. Okay. She's learning how to push buttons as good as you. Well, good. Good, good. Okay. So here we go. So that's on, uh, YouTube. So I'm just clicking away as you guys are talking. So FacoTube got some good hits on that as well. And, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I'd be on a panel for sure on this topic. It's, it's so big. It's so fascinating. It's so all encompassing. This is an eight trillion dollar year takeover of the world. I hope people realize the money involved. It's, it's crazy. Have you ever heard that number? Uh, no, cause the last time we talked, I we thought were I told talking you. five, but now it's eight. Oh, right. Okay. We did talk. Yeah. It's five to eight trillion. And yeah, Mark Friesen is the guy in Canada that is that, that found that documentation. It's, it's crazy. But here's a, if, if you go to fake11.com forward slash eight, these are a bunch of TikToks by Mark Friesen where he's talking about it. And right. th th this is, 
this is where all these carbon it's just crazy to me it's too big it's not gonna work but it is awesome to think that they're gonna try and pull it off it really is an awesome 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 in terms of size takeover i just can't see it working because it's just too big but that's not going to stop them from trying. And Mark really does a great job. Do you follow Mark on TikTok or Rumble? Mark Friesen? No, but um, I, I'm going to write it down because I forgot to last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you follow Fakeologist and FakeOTube, I do put some of his TikToks up. So here's one yes. here. So if you click on this link, you will uh, get the talk. Let me just hear him real quick. What he has to say. Supporters, you need to ask your party, you need to ask your leader, you need to pressure your MPs to answer the question. Yes, Banjo. And once more, here is the source to this video. You click on here, it'll go to Mark's TikTok. Um, and thank you. That they're committed to the thank person? you, Harmon, who's a donor to this show, for thinking that's a great feature. Yes, it's a great feature. I had to pay extra for that. Because I wanted it done as soon as possible. So the guy just said, send me some Bitcoin. I said, okay. They must understand what I understand. That this whole carbon tax, carbon pricing scam. And thanks to the person who pointed this out in my comment section. I appreciate it. Uh, it is a scam. It's a funding mechanism. Back in 2012, the UN, one of their committees, came up with an agenda. It's right up here. Um, to determine how they're going to pay for the sustainable development agenda that had a price tag in their estimate of $5 trillion annually. They were wrong. It's actually $8 trillion annually. The cost of the sustainable development agenda and meeting the sustainable development goals, targets, and indicators. <laughs> That's the price tag. So they wanted to figure out a way that they could fund this agenda. And the best thing they could come up with was a carbon tax, a tax on carbon. So they created the enemy, which is CO2, which is ridiculous. It's a fundamental building block of all life on earth. Without it, at 150 parts per million in the atmosphere, all life on Earth begins to die. So why are we eliminating it from our atmosphere when we know that... I think we know the answer because they want to kill everybody. That's the okay. answer, Mark. That's that's the beauty of this trick. It's, a, it's inversion. It's amazing. It actually encourages plant growth and more vegetation and bigger plants the more CO2 yeah. there is in the atmosphere, which in turn actually cools the planet. So why are we getting rid of CO2? Why are we playing this game? Because it's a funding mechanism. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I thought that was great, the way he said that. And that's why I love his TikToks. And everyone should go. Can I? Go ahead. Well, i just like to add uh, Club of Rome said, you know, in order to fulfill our depopulation plan, we invented climate change and greenhouse gases yep. so e easily found quote on that subject so how about the name Catherine Austin Fitz yeah 
So she did an interview with the dark journalist and Catherine said, look, what this is all about is somebody stole $50 trillion. And rather than be held accountable to the balance sheet, they created this whole thing so that they can uh, skate out on this, walk free, and nobody can uh, be held accountable. Especially when the dissolution or dissolution dissolve, dissolving the nation states, uh-huh. somehow that frees up the money owed to people that live at a certain place. The address is changed or um, somehow it, the contract is broken of like retirement or insurance, all of the money that's owed back to the public. That, that, was, that was part of her theory. And of course, you and Shannon Rowan discussed uh, North California, Oregon and Idaho seceding. There's Texas secedes. This is what Catherine Austin Fitz says. Yeah, we're going to dissolve the United States because of the 50 trill. No one, no one, no one's seceding. They're not going anywhere. Sorry. I agree. No one's going anywhere. If anything, they're going to join Mexico and Canada with the U.S. Mexico has the labor, U.S. has the military, and Canada has finance. No, we got the resources, too. I think we've got raw minerals. That's what Canada's always been about. We got the resources, and we need the money from Wall Street to develop them for London, London, England. So that's Canada is, Canada is just a subsidiary of England. We, but we we don't have a Canada, prime minister. He's just a manager for the English. Right. Canada is definitely sure. part of the English Empire. Our, we have a king uh, or a queen or no oh, King Charles. No oh, King Charles is well, the the king of Canada. That is a title. He is actually the king of Canada. That's not a or ju- queen. Well, I think he's a guy. Okay. Um, I do have my EGI, but I uh, I think he's a, I think he's a guy. But it's okay if he is. Sure. So, returning to Catherine Austin Fitz, we have to point out that there is a Mary Holland who is the head of the legal team for R- RFK Junior's Children's Health Defense. Mm-hmm. Mary Holland addressed the United Nations in, I think, 2016, uh, pretty YouTube to find, where she states that we need to balance the rights of the collective against the rights of the individual. Well, you know, when we pointed that out to Nikki Rapana, she said, yeah, that's right out of Amitai Etzioni's book. Almost the title to his book. So, yeah, uh, this whole cashless Friday thing was invented by Mary Holland, raised her hand in a lecture that Catherine Austin Fitz was giving. 
And that's what started that ball rolling. It appears, Tim, as though it's all one great big psyop. One great big corporation, that's for sure. And thank you to Harmon. He sent me, he says, oh, yes, he did. He sent me five epic coins. Thank you very much. We haven't had a talk on crypto or epic for a while, but Uncle Vigilante should be back next week. But thank you, Harmon, for five epic. That's another way of sending value to the Fakeologist show. If you go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate, you can take your Veet app on your phone and point it at this QR code, and that will allow you to send some Veet, and it costs almost nothing, as far as I can tell, to send, or very little, fractions of a penny, unlike PayPal or even the top way to donate, donor box. Of course, the best way is to send cash, because then nobody takes a cut except the post office to mail the letter. But yeah, um, who else did I... So you're going to maybe get Cindy Niles on my show, and I'd be happy to have you guys ride ride shotgun if you want. Um, Who else can we get on? Um, Maybe we can talk to the absolutely gorgeous uh, Julianne Romanello. That one might be tough. She doesn't respond very, very often. She did get Ken Kesey's book, two of them, and because she's into books and reading. But um, I had set her up when I was filling in on RBN to interview her, and it was a no-show, no communication. So, oh uh, yeah, oh well, she's she's four kids. Yeah, yeah, she's busy. Where what is your? Yeah. Where are you going to be? I want to promote you. Oh, by the way, oh. um, I'm on. Um, just let me quickly say, here is Mark's TikTok page. TikTok is the number one platform right now. I got to get on there. And the same video that I cross-posted to FacoTube, which is down here, 2,300 views. I don't know how they count views on TikTok because they show videos for less than a second. But I have uh, half that on FacoTube, which is just a little tiny piece of the Internet platform. So that means that the FacoTube audience is very engaged. I'm very impressed. A 1,000 views on FacoTube of that video. And of course, yeah. 2300 on TikTok, a worldwide platform that everyone knows about. That's amazing. The way to go. Yeah. So getting back to you, where are you going to be? I'll promote your stuff. Oh, that's great. Um, of course. RBN. Mm-hmm. RBN is a Republic Broadcast Network. And it is unique in that there is a call in option and various chat rooms for each show so the the uh, audience participation is kind of nice it goes with the show so angry castle um has a show on saturdays and it's called immunize with a z immunize wisely and the true meaning of immunization is to boost your own personal health they hijack the word immunize because people think, well, I don't want to hear about vaccines, but she's been on um, the defense, the children's uh, vaccine issue for like 30 years. Her mom started vaccineliberation.org. 
So either way, she needs a break once in a while. So I'm going to fill in for her this Saturday, February 11th from 5 to 7 Pacific Standard Time. And that would be uh, 8 Central. No, 8 East. Eastern. Eastern. Okay, yeah. show note number four. And this is FAK 670. Show note number four has a link to that page. And can we download the show? I'm a downloader. I don't, I don't have, I can't listen live to almost anything because I just never know where I am or I can never yeah. remember. And you miss the opportunity to be in the chat room and to call in. And it's two hours long. Um, but they're, they usually put it up as a MP3. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. You're totally right. Okay. Actually, very respectful of them. This looks like a really good archive page. I really, impre- I'm impressed. There's a sub- subscribe, a share, a download, show notes. That's impressive. This looks good, actually. You got okay, comments. Well, that looks very good, actually. And a producer. There's a producer. What does that mean? Uh, that means if I'm having a guest, mm-hmm. he'll be, if I have multiple guests, well, like, I think we did have Bryzer on once. We've had a round table before. He'll contact and put them all up. He also, um, well, there's many station breaks, but he is in communication with any guest to the host via chat. So there's just more hands to support the effort for the show. And let, let me nice. let me just say that you contact the producer ahead of the time. You say, here's one through ten, the sound bites that I want you to play with the timestamps. And you can just call it producer played timestamp uh, show five. So it's pretty smooth. But full disclosure... You know, it's out of a place very near Austin, Texas, which there is a Stratfor Israeli intelligence outfit. Yeah, Alex Jones. uh, That's right. So, yeah, uh, RBN is questionable. You know, we're all looking for the truth and who's on the up and up. But uh, there's a lot of psyops and false trails in this world so with that said i'm trying to follow rbn on twitter it won't oh yeah twitter's almost is semi down today by the way (laughs) doesn't happen too often so i can't follow rbn on twitter it's giving me an error and i've heard people have been uh talking about twitter being screwed up all day and same with youtube by the way but guess what fake tube is up hello Support yeah, Faco too. The star of the network. And that's everyone can have their own Faco too, by the way. This is not, this is, this is so open source software that I'm using. And the author is very helpful. Anytime I have a problem, he usually gets back to me pretty quickly. I am supporting one of his server spaces as well. So, uh, there's that. So he, but he is pretty good. He's a guy in Brazil. Talk about a worldwide hmm. web. I tell you, but uh, everyone yeah. everyone should have their own fake tube. It doesn't cost that much. It means well, it's 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 enough, but it's how much does it cost to go out for dinner every month? Once a month, a couple hundred bucks. So I instead of taking my poor long suffering wife out, I put a video <laughs> platform up. <laughs> Ain't I nice? 
<laughs> but she supports me. She's great. Yeah, I guess I could state it like this. Most of this technology tools, if not all, were created for military intent to take us out. But why not utilize available tools why we can and that's exactly what you're talking about yep. why are you messing around on facebook that's right Brian. And having yourself controlled that's right you're completely right absolutely well, you're right. You're you have you have consistently been at the cutting edge of this uh, uh, i can push a few buttons and make some connections uh hats off to you well thank you brian that's very kind of you i appreciate that Thank you. So there, uh, RBN does have a news page and a news feed, and mm -hmm. some of the hosts will read directly from it instead of uh, you utilizing the call-in option and guest option. Um, but we, the um, communitarian, Lark has been a, a longtime supporter of RBN calling in very often. And was a host. And was a host. So Lark on communitarianism is at that site i believe okay. and he did link to ptl media's videos very interesting okay that's really good john moore all kinds of different people here okay it's a, it's a full the full network okay well i'm gonna can you remind me when you have your show link on saturday because this is central time. I'm kind of tied up Saturday nights when you're going to be on. That's 8 p.m. I usually hit the hay at, at that time because of my work sure. schedule. So I'll have to listen yeah. on Sunday to the archive. Okay. I'll be happy to listen to yeah. you. If you could drop fakeologist.com in your monologue somehow, some way, that would be great. Be most Sure. And 15 minutes ago, you said, uh, and who else can we have on? Well... I, I know that on your Monday broadcast, mm -hmm. uh, you said, oh, and there's this Brian and Jenna. I think Jenna does all the work, <laughs> but it was me that picked up the phone to this bookstore in Ottawa and yeah. asked for Scott and he picked up the phone. I'm the only one here. So yeah, if I pick up the phone, you're talking to me and we explained that we had heard the Kate Mason and we'd like to interview him. And he said, I'm all over it. He has a slight speech impediment stutter, but yeah, yeah that's, that's who Jenna has lined up for this Saturday. Oh, and cool. he could be on fake, fakeologist. Yeah. I didn't hear the whole story, so I'm going to have to listen to it and then sure. I'll decide if they're, it's a mal talk to anyone, as you know, but I try, I, I want to keep my audience at least in the same mind space as I am, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure my audience will let me listen or talk to anybody if I can uh, get okay. some 911 in there, some communitarianism. So for sure, yeah. So that'd be so, another good one for sure. So that's good. So you know, I've said it many times. I don't want to start a pirate radio station in Olympia, Washington. You already have a pirate radio station. Why don't you let me present some information? Maybe I'll even have Jenna 
and I go over and we'll fix your wife's backyard because we know how to do landscaping and gardening in exchange for some time on your pirate radio station. Well, we want to see your listeners at Fakeologist thinking your broadcasting is worth their time. So... Well, I think they yeah, already do, I, but yeah, I, I can always use more listeners. <laughs> it's not like I'm, I'm running a multi thousand listener empire, but we do, we do pretty well. I do think that I have to bring it back to media fakery here and there now and then, cause that's why they came here in the first place. I, even though we're in the largest takeover of the world using the biomedical terrorist angle we went through 20 years of the terrorist angle just pure terrorism even though we never caught a terrorist or saw a terrorist and now we're in biomedical terrorism which is the next 20 years um it's all fake so that way i can i can tie anything that we're that's happening now into media fakery so that's where i get my broad strokes from i think so correct me if I'm wrong. Tracy, somebody is buddies with Space Busters. Yeah, Tracy Northern. Mm-hmm. Northern and Tracy. she put up your 2022 January 30th uh, part one. It, it was three hours, and then part two is a half an hour. That was just a continuance in that broadcast. You and Space Busters, Space Busters going off on this information in, involving all of this vaccines and viruses. And you said you almost stopped him and said, you know, who but you is going to find this uh, something they want to listen to? You've dug into this, but it's it's over the top to the point that we couldn't really ask Joe public to spend their time trying to take this in and space busters agreed. And I would just say that much like the communitarian subject and the biochar, it's blacklisted. Nobody thinks it's spectacular enough. It's not infotainment like Alex Jones and the Joe Rogan are presenting, but the importance of it is crucial. Well, I think um, Cindy Niles said it in one of the many videos, maybe it's the last one I just posted here where she's talking about Nikki Rapana, that when you understand communitarianism, Everything that's happening makes sense. If you believe that viruses are fake, everything that's happening makes sense. If you believe that 9-11 was a staged event where nobody died and nobody got hurt, then every reaction of the officialdom makes sense. But really, when you have the code, the code book, when you, you might not know every minutia of the code book but the overall direction and everything that's happening it all makes sense that's the beauty of understanding communitarianism and why we have fines 
and why we have these incentives. It's it's just that's just the way they they govern. That's the governance. That all the SDGs they all tie into communitarianism way of thinking. So it all really just brings everything together that's happening. And it's it's it, nobody can predict the future, but since they tell us what they're doing but nobody deep dives into it. We know everything that happens, we can easily make sense of it. So we can't predict the future, but when things happen in the future, we understand why it's happening. And it's we know it's not random, and we know it's not because everyone is contagious. We just know that it's part of this plan to redo all of society. And to do that, they have to steal all our money, and use that money to build this new society worldwide, mind you. And Tim, how's your research on Jason Brashears at Archaics coming? He also in Texas. I never heard of him. Did you send me that info? Uh, we'll write a note and do that. Uh, Space Busters mentions him on a fairly regular basis what if this is a 130 some year cycle of resetting and yeah space busters is curious looking texas is saying well hell archaics jason brashears is in texas and he's going to have a picnic get together in the spring, uh, maybe Jason should have me do the lunchtime lecture while Jason, the main presenter, is uh, having lunch. I could fill in people on the importance of this communitarian subject here in Dallas where Lark lives. I, I guess... Uh, in a nutshell, what what I'm trying to say is we need to utilize every Tatarian, uh, mud flutter, uh, not focus on it for an entire hour, but if people that are looking into alternative information could get together and recognize the importance of this communitarian subject, uh, there are people like Patrick Wood and Technocracy News. Uh, yeah, they're uh, being very successful uh, drawing a false trail that a bunch of machines from, I don't know, outer space, uh, some robot inside of Elon Musk is running technocracy. No, Amitai Etzioni has been advising every president since Jimmy Carter, and it it influences everything, both on the right and left side of the aisle. So why aren't why is no one talking about? Well, we are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you sent me a video, I think, Jenna. Okay, yeah. so this is the guy, so I should listen to this? 
He, yeah, he's on the left side. Bryser actually tipped us off on New Year's. He's like, I've been listening to this archaics guy. Very interesting. So we looked it up and listened to many of them. And Space Busters is following him as well. He uh, spent about 26 years in the pen and read a lot of books. And he claims that the libraries in the state pens never get recycled. So he found some very old books and started his own timeline of That's the historical wild. events. Yeah. Um, how about the name? Cultish. How, how about the name Owen Benjamin? Yeah, I've heard of him. I don't follow him either. He's, a, I think he's fairly mainstream, is he not? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that that would be a good classification. Anyway, he, uh, has some 20 minute YouTube on, uh, the real story behind Jason Brashears and his, uh, the reason why he went to prison involved, uh, sexual rape or, tied to it in some way and for that reason owen won't be promoting him uh just you know so that i don't get emails from your listeners are you not aware that jason brashears is uh violating females in some way i don't know the exact story uh why don't we just drop it (laughs) yeah i did you say he was in the in jail for twenty years? Because usually, if you're in for that long, it's it's murder or something related like that. Well, he, I believe that he needed to look at pornography, so he smuggled a cell phone in. And in Texas, they don't really take it lightly that you're breaking the rules. So I believe that's one of the reasons he got additional time. Why did he go in at the beginning? Did you say, is that, did you already just say that? Yeah, I believe the story was he was driving a car. There was a woman and a man in the back seat when he was 17. She got raped and he drove her to the police station. And the guy that did the act was never charged. So, oh God. that sounds terrible. The hell if I have time to look into all this. I just don't want anybody contacting me and saying, boy, have you hook, line, and sinker Jason Brashears without looking into him? Yeah, I've heard the skinny on his story, and he's he's pretty public with it. But the point that drew Space Bu- or Steve in, in interest is that his timeline involved some cataclysmic event that changed or reset all of society around the world and it's based on a 138 year cycle so that's and this is based on what he's read from all of these books and he can talk very fast and give a lot of information in each podcast but um and he also brings up the whole idea that this is all a hologram and a simulation. He uses these terms and he, so he's coining a different perspective of our reality. And I think he, he, he towed the line with flat earthers to keep them. I think he's been, um, on 
uh, his, his, I think he's been at this for about three or four years. So, um, he does have a lot of listeners and he's selling his personal timeline with research in albums. I, I think he does, um, he's cultivating his listenership on a personal level. Yeah. It's huge. And like, huge, huge, and, huge website. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Crazy. a tsunami. It's just absolutely taking off. And, you know, Allison McDowell and Kamel Ahu, if you even, you know, start to imply that you'd like to question anything, uh, you're blocked. And like... Jason says, if you think I have time to go back and allow you back in, you're wrong. So it is not a forum for discussion. If you even for one second, give me an indication that you are not a, you know, following me as the guru. Bye bye. <laughs> okay. I'm not quite. I don't follow gurus. I follow my own path but uh, that's very interesting I'll have to look into it this sounds like it would take many many hours of my time and maybe off track a bit but hey I'll taste anything once and uh, so I'll, 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 have a, I'll have a listen you guys always bring it you guys always bring new stuff so you guys are pretty interesting I'll have to have you as regular guests I think just to give me updates yeah Brian is non-stop always you know, he puts his time in seeking out yeah. information. Mm -hmm. And two hours ago, Jenna laid into me with a raised voice. What the hell are you going to talk to Tim about? <laughs> Lay it out. Give me notes. Well, between go over everything you went over before, I never really keep a schedule. Sometimes if I. If I don't know the person, I will write down questions. So if we get quiet, then I can just look at my notes. But for the most part, I don't make any notes. I just let the conversation flow and uh, try and extract information out of people. But yeah, I don't have to ask you guys anything. You guys uh, always have something to talk about. And it's pretty interesting, I have to admit. But um, we've been going about an hour and Steve didn't show up. So that means if he wants to come on tomorrow, as long as he has a good excuse, because we're just not going to tolerate being jerked around like this. Let's be honest. We're not, we're not wide open to abuse, but it looks like on February 9th, I have a blank spot. I think I have a blank spot. So there's no one on tomorrow. So if he does decide to, um, repent for being late or not showing at all this time, we could probably put him in tomorrow. If you guys get a hold and, of them. Yes, and we should mention that Breiser was very interested, but he's been under the weather with a flu slash cold, and he emailed us three hours ago. I am definitely not going to be able to make it. So he's another option. Yeah. And, but and he, you know, him and Space Busters are buddies. And they're all, and Briser's in Ireland, I think. So he's five hours ahead of us. So it's way into the night for him. So if I was sick, I wouldn't stay up either. I believe. Right. Yeah. So if, right. unless he's a night owl, I would definitely be 
asleep at this point if I was sick, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he said he sounded pretty drained still. So right. I think we need to give him a little time. We will. But he's interested. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in ages. Um, he was off and on a call with Delcroix, who was a good ecologist from the early years who I really enjoyed talking to. He's disappeared. Maybe he knows where he is, but he's in Dublin, I believe. So maybe they're in the same town. But that would be interesting to get an update from him. But I've never talked one-on-one with Bryzer, but I'd be happy to since he is a talk show host type person and so are you guys and we could just have a talk show host chinwag all right well I'm gonna randomly just pick one of these um no copyright sounds to outro because I'm still on YouTube I think we can leave this video up we didn't really say anything that YouTube is against I don't think so I'll just pick one of these millions and zillions of no copyright sounds and play us out, unless you guys have any final thoughts. I would just say that I would like to invite you to Ireland. Mm-hmm. I'll put Jenna, Jenna on an airplane. Bryzer and Space Busters go there fairly regularly. I have already been there. Have you ever put a Guinness stout to your lips right out of a keg? Oh, no. I'm not really a beer drinker, but I've had Guinness before. But uh, it, not, it doesn't matter. It, it's a whole nother ball of wax. You would send me there. alone with Jenna to Ireland? Uh, <laughs> we've already had I several heard, rumors. That I, I heard she's a bit of a cougar. I, I wouldn't want to be attacked by her. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we all need to play by the rules. I don't want to see the wrath of your wife no. when she finds out there's some been some misbehaving. So you're going to have to behave yourself yeah. in order to keep your marriage together. That's your job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, you're fun. Fun time. So we might see you again tomorrow if uh, you find Space Busters. Okay. Thanks for the invite. So we'll play us out with this funny song. I've never heard this. So let's see uh see what it sounds like. So thanks a lot guys. And we'll Enjoy see it. you see you next time. All the best. Okay. Now, I don't like music that uh, has lyrics, so let me find something else. Here's Dum Dum. Okay. I guess I'll have to. I guess I'll have to preview this stuff. I don't really like lyrics as an outros or anything. They're not singing. I guess it's all singing stuff. I don't know. What's this? It'll be a lot easier after you get a chip in your arm. <laughs> well, this is peaceful. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night, and we'll talk. Maybe tomorrow. Ah, more music. <laughs> okay, there goes Jenna and Brian. There goes me. I'll have to find some decent outro. You guys got anything? I know um, Ken sent me some outros, so I'll have to play them and get that going. But if you like this show, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. And we'll talk to you probably... 
tomorrow.